Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. You know that over the last year, we have spent a great deal of time on the air with Dan Kelly the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, the small business community in this country. And as recently as 2019, the small business community in Canada created more than 8 million jobs. Think about that. Out of a national population of 37 million, the small business community created more than 8 million jobs. And that small business community has been under tremendous duress, and you know that from the shows that we've aired with Mr. Kelly and with small business owners as recently as last weekend. Tremendous duress with upward of a quarter of a million small business potentially not surviving this COVID reality and the challenges they've been facing and the close, and close downs that they've had to deal with and still have to deal with. So it's a major issue. And I was thinking about that over the early part of this week, and I started to wonder a couple of things. Number one, how are the younger small business owners doing? How committed can they afford to feel about staying in that environment, the entrepreneurial environment, when they've witnessed what they've witnessed over the last year plus? How committed can they remain, particularly in a multi-generational business reality? And the other question that I have is this. How have Canadians perhaps morphed, and I hope it hasn't happened, their purchasing, their, uh, their buying? Have we developed or are we developing into a society where we buy online where it's easier to go to a major online server like Amazon and order your stuff from Amazon or go to the box stores to the exclusion, hopefully not, but possibly to the exclusion of small businesses in this country. And remember, small businesses fuel communities. They're the people who will hire. Turn the pot down, please. They are the, they're the people who, uh, who, who uh, hire. They're the people who um, fund uh, the kids' baseball teams. They're the people who are the backbone of communities. So let's talk about this. Joining me again is Dan Kelly, President and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Hey, Dan, good to have you back. Good afternoon. And Lisa Malbrank is the owner, with her parents, of the Diamond Gallery in Winnipeg. Uh, Ms. Malbrank has worked at the business since she was 13 years of age. She was the 2013 Young Entrepreneur of the Year in Manitoba, also the 2013 Woman Entrepreneur of the Year, so named by the Women's Business Owners of Manitoba, and Diamond Gallery was the 2007 Independent, 2017 rather, Independent Retail Ambassador of the Year, so named by the Retail Council of Canada. Lisa, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'll get to a question for you in just a second, Lisa, but Dan, let's just, again, look at where we stand today for the small business community in this country, facing, again, lockdowns and restrictions. Where are they? Where are we vis-a-vis where we were, say, six months ago? And how dire is the situation overall? It's getting increasingly dire uh, every single day, and depending on the province, in, in absolute freefall. 
we've had uh, about half of our business members uh, closed once again. That means either fully or partially closed. More and more lockdowns of different elements of the business community every day. Ontario has now returned retailers right across the province to the lockdown list, even expanded it. Uh, to the Ontario government's credit, they've, they've at least leveled the playing field between small and large retailers in the big box setting. But it is it is really desperate, Roy. I mean, $170,000 worth of debt the average small firm has taken on during COVID. Uh, we have 180,000 firms, as you well know, that are that are not quite sure whether they're going to survive the next number of months. Uh, it is it's pretty grave. And and I was correct when I said some eight million plus jobs were created by small business, right? Absolutely. No, it's it, it is the largest source of private sector employment, uh, other than government. Uh, private, you know, small and medium sized firms. Are, Canada is a nation of small and medium sized businesses. We don't have a huge number of big companies. And uh, as a result, it has been certain sectors of the economy that have really taken it on the chin. Anything that depends on on personal contact with a customer, that could be retail, bricks and mortar retail, uh, the hospitality sector, arts and recreational businesses, tourism-related businesses, personal services like hair salons, nail salons. These are the ones that have been taking it on the chin even hardest. Uh, Lisa Malbrank, who is the uh, owner of the Diamond Gallery in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Lisa, you're a young entrepreneur, second-generation entrepreneur. You've been with the company, your parents' company, your company, since you were 13 years of age. You've been at the forefront of what's happened over the last year. Plus, as far as your company is concerned and small business in this country is concerned, how challenging has the situation proven itself to be to you and your company? And was there ever a time where you said to yourself, and maybe you've talked to other young business owners about this reality, where you said to yourself, I don't know if I can continue this way. Well, I'm not sure if I've ever actually asked myself that. Um, It definitely has been a challenging, it's been challenging for everyone across Canada, but especially as a small business owner, there's so much unknown that we're faced with. And um, I think the expression, or to describe it as dampened enthusiasm is a a great way of putting it. It... uh, um, Running your own business uh, comes with its own sets of challenges as it stands. Um, that you know you, you don't really necessarily have someone to turn to you know, who is a superior to yourself to ask for guidance and uh, and support. My parents and I just have each other, and um, as for re- regular situations that come up um, that businesses are faced with is one thing, but a pandemic and closures is a very tough pill to swallow. So yeah, it's been a very challenging time, and um, I can speak for small business across Canada, it's definitely, uh, it's been very difficult. You have found it necessary to adjust as small businesses across the country have found it necessary to adjust, to pivot, if you will. What are some of the things that you've had to do in order to, to, to keep, keep going? Well, um, for ourselves, one thing that we kind of always been on the fence uh, for was to um, possibly launch into e-commerce. And this, we were always a bit hesitant in the past because we feel that we offer a very personalized uh, customer experience when uh, when shopping at our store. And uh, we deal with a higher price point ticket item, and we always feel as though educating our clients is important. So we hesitated on the e-commerce front, but when the pandemic hit and our store was forced to close in, in March, um, it did give me more time to put into uh, basically 
here we go, we're launching e-commerce. And uh, we now have over 400 items on our e-commerce site, and it gives our, our clients a chance to kind of pre-shop or actually purchase online, um, something that we didn't do before. So that's one of the pivots that we uh, are now grateful in hindsight that we, we kind of were forced into to giving it a shot, um, and it has worked well for us. Um, the other pivot that we have uh, it's actually kind of been on my mind and the radar for the last few years is to uh, to open by appointment. Um, because we live, uh, we ourselves in our industry, we work in um, very, we're keen on educating our clients, um, working with them uh, to ensure that we're providing them great product information as gemologists and also to, um, you know, give them a really personalized customer experience. And um, and in a time where showrooming has been uh, an issue, which we can delve into in a minute if you'd like, um, by scheduling an appointment with a professional, we feel like we're giving them um, the best type of service and experience possible. And, it, and that pivot has really worked well for us, especially uh, giving, given the capacity limits that we're able yeah, to... Uh, yeah. When you hear that kind of news, Dan, that we're now, we now have more cases per million or cases of infection than the United States, when they're so far ahead of us as far as vaccination is concerned, that's not good news for the small business community either. It's sure not, gosh, uh, deeply troubling. And, and of course, many, many businesses are, are seeing every bit of the news with, uh, with trepidation. I just saw somebody posted on Twitter uh, a few minutes ago a, a meme showing that there's only three more lockdowns until Christmas. Yeah. And if, if that doesn't say it all, that... Uh, that's 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 pretty that's pretty worrisome. And I, what I will say though is that provinces are beginning to pivot their vaccination strategies. More and more vaccines are being delivered. Uh, I am happy to report that I got vaccinated as a 52-year-old because I live in a COVID hot zone uh, here in the city of Toronto. Uh, but we need that. Uh, we need those vaccines in yesterday. We also need them in an employment-based setting. We finally figured out that we and, and now have vaccines in most people living in congregate living settings, uh, the elderly people in nursing homes, etc. Now we need to focus on congregate work settings. And so many business owners are calling us saying, hey, I want to make sure that I facilitate, not mandate, but facilitate my employees to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it seems like provincial governments in Quebec and British Columbia uh, and in Ontario, are starting to do just that. So that is good news, uh, and hopefully, we'll we'll take a take a chunk out of these COVID infections we're seeing run rampant. Well, it all comes back to the supply of vaccines, though. Ultimately, we can make as many appointments as we want. If the product isn't there, then we can't fulfill the the appointments. But uh, more on that to come. Let me ask you this, Dan, before I ask uh, go back to to Lisa and the small business owner's perspective. Is there a danger? Has it perhaps shown itself that Canadians may be drifting away from spending money at small businesses and becoming more accustomed to shopping at box stores or or shopping from a a massive online uh, distribution center like Amazon? It's a big worry. I mean, we've seen this happen. I mean, a lot of these trends existed pre-COVID, particularly with the rise in online shopping. But, But everybody got a big taste of online shopping during the pandemic because in many, many cases, there weren't a lot of other alternatives. The question on the minds of many bricks and mortar retailers is, is that going to be coming back? Am I going to see some of those customers return to my business if now they're getting same day delivery or next day delivery at no cost through Amazon? And so it's caused a great deal of fear and consternation. 
many, the good news is, as many small retailers are beginning, at least I just talked about this, beginning to pivot themselves to online sales. That is good news. But for so many firms, the reason that people go to a small business, like Lisa's, is because they want the personalized service and attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And that, we hope, will mean that those customers will come back once we're able to end physical distancing requirements. Lisa, are you generally optimistic about, I gather from what you've said to us so far that you are, but I want to ask you nevertheless, are you generally optimistic for your business? Are you generally optimistic for small business in Canada, or do you think it's more sectoral or maybe regional? Well, I myself am, uh, tend to be an optimistic person to begin with, so I myself remain optimistic, but, I mean, there is definitely still some worries. Um, but as far as lar- large, big uh, the Amazons and the, all the other large big box or big retailers that are that exist online, it is a, a big worry um, for lots of small uh, business owners. I know my mom was buying a pair of pair of shoes at a great local shop not far from our own store yesterday, and uh, could overhear other people shopping in there, looking at the SKU numbers to buy them online. And that, as a small business business owner, seeing that in a retail space. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, if you are going to use the services and the expertise and the atmosphere and um, that this, that small bricks-and-mortar retailers offer across Canada, um, you have to remember to support them if you want them to, to be there in the future. We're exactly. members of the community. Exactly correct. And great supporters of the community. But as you, well, most importantly, as you just said, you're members of the community. You're the people who live in the neighborhood. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.